educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome aboard the uh, Tuesday edition. We're delighted that you chose to stop by on your afternoon. Uh, Whatever you're doing, driving, uh, picking up the kiddos, getting ready for dinner, uh, whatever you're doing. Uh, It is 5.09, Tuesday, February 6th. And did you know that 10% of Lincoln's population is now made up of people born in a different country? Uh, Coming up in just a second, uh, we'll visit with our friends at Lincoln Literacy uh, about that. So anyway, before we go any further, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac. Producer extraordinaire, Johnny. Dan, I tell you what, there is never a dull moment in the KLIN <laughs> studio today. And today is a case in point, but we're here. Let's have a good show. We are here, uh, at least for half a show. We'll fill you in what's going on uh, in the second half of the show here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, we don't do a whole lot of shouting. Well, Johnny, I've never heard you shout. I mean, I have a loud voice, but that's not shouting. <laughs> no shouting, no grandstanding. We like to, uh, we prefer to build up instead of tear down. So uh, we're glad you're aboard. Truth over tribalism. Thank in you. In case Todd Ogden's listening. <laughs> um, anyway, we're delighted that you're here. Well, uh, our friends at Lincoln Literacy are in the studio. I'm so delighted to reintroduce you to them. Uh, just to remind you, Lincoln Literacy's mission is to strengthen our community by teaching the English language and a variety of literacy skills to people of all cultures. And uh, so welcome back, uh, Mr. Brian Seck, Executive Director uh, of Lincoln Literacy and volunteer, Gene Baer. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Brian, I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time and coming in the studio and uh, and telling us what's going on at Lincoln Literacy. appreciate it very much. Yeah, we're thrilled to be here. Thanks, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, because you got some exciting things going on, and, and I'm really excited about uh, this show today because uh, uh, it's just such an important... I, I just You know this, Brian. Yes. You know me well enough to know I that I just kind of get giddy about... Uh, the the variety of cultures that we have in this city in the middle of America, uh, we just have a very vibrant uh, culture, uh, and it's made up of people from all over the world. It's it's truly incredible. Um, so Lincoln Literacy has been around since 1972, and in that history, we've served people from all over the world. Uh, but in 2023, we increased the number of adults served by 50 percent. So we no served 1,663 adults last year, 500 more than last year, hmm. from 75 countries, wow. uh, which was also a 50% increase. So it's just incredible to see the diversity of a room. So if you walk into a Lincoln Literacy class where we have them at churches, nonprofits, Community Action Partnership, Good Neighbor Center, these are all partners who give us the space for free. You'll you walk into a room and you'll ask people where they're from, and it'll be 10 people from 10 countries. It's, That's cool. it's unbelievable. That's cool. What do you attribute that increase to? Well, you know, Lincoln has been a refugee resettlement destination since the end of the Vietnam War. Yeah. Uh, so we saw a lot of people from Afghanistan and Ukraine last year, uh, but also we're just seeing a general increase period. So, you know, if we served 20 people from Congo last year, we served 40 this year. And we're really lucky in that we have staff members who speak 15 languages. Hmm. Uh, most of our staff members are uh, immigrants themselves, immigrants and refugees themselves. So we're really able to handle the increase thanks to 
um, the wonderful volunteer tutors that we have. We have 160 volunteer tutors, and we're always looking for more, if anyone's listening okay. is considering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we have a wonderful tutor uh, sitting right here next to me. Yeah, well, let's talk to Jean. Jean Baer, a volunteer tutor. And so, what's your story, Jean? How did you get involved in this beautiful mission? Well, I was fortunate enough when I was younger to be able to live in Naples, Italy for three years. Very My husband cool. was stationed there in the Navy. And, you know, everything is new. I, I'd studied French and Spanish, so it wasn't too hard to learn Italian. But the whole culture, you know, how, how do you get on the bus? Do you pay in advance? Are you supposed to get a ticket? Do you give them cash? Do you get change? You know, in a new culture, every little thing you do hmm. is so new. And moving back to Lincoln and thinking about all of these people who were in my shoes, yes. I thought, what can I do that might make learning the culture a little bit easier for them and learning the language too? Of course, so. in many of these situations, they're uh, sometimes tragic uh, situations of why they're here. Yes. And yes. Uh, it's, it's not because of the military or, or like most of us do, mm -hmm. get to travel the world and uh, for yeah. for fun and tourism mm -hmm. and um, and so so what uh, tell tell our listeners what you do uh, in your volunteer position. Um, I teach intermediate and advanced learners. So often, people who come to my class have learned English in their own countries, but not with a native. American speaker, of course, and so uh, they each have their own stories. Many of them have advanced degrees, but uh, there was a philosopher, Ludwig Wittgenstein, once who said, the limits of your language are the limits of your world, yeah. and that is so true. Maybe you've got a doctorate in your home country. Maybe you were a physician. If you can't make your under yourself understood, no one appreciates that. They wonder if you dropped out of elementary school. Exactly. So, yeah. In fact, I had a student uh, a few years ago from Iran. She had a master's degree in petrochemical engineering, hmm. smart woman, but when she took her child to child care, she could not understand, and they could not understand her, and the, the teacher was pretty, um, uh, pretty condescending, sure. and so now she can read, write, speak, reading literature in English, and so it's a whole new world for Those her. Those success stories must just be so heartening. Oh, they are. I love doing what I do. Um, so, Brian, um, we, we talked about the increase in numbers, and, and how do people, I mean, obviously Lincoln Literacy has been around a long, long time, great reputation and, and stalwart uh, here in our community, but again, uh, people coming in from all over the world, how do they find you? Yeah, that's a great question. So, if people come in as refugees, which is about a third of the uh, students that we serve, uh, they are resettled by two agencies, Lutheran Family Services mm -hmm. and Catholic Social Services. Mm -hmm. Both those agencies are wonderful partners for us, and they refer students our way. Um, so this helps them focus on what they need to do, which is case management, getting people housed, getting people, uh, this is what a grocery store is if they're not familiar, and then we handle the, the English part. Uh, really a lot of the, if they're not coming in as refugees, really a lot of it's word of mouth. Uh, and our employees themselves are from the communities that we serve. So that is also absolutely huge to have a person from Vietnam be on our staff, a person from Iraq be on our staff. So a lot of it is word of mouth, a lot of it's social media, and those referrals from our partner agencies um, all across the city 
uh, Asian Community and Cultural Center, uh, all the different agencies that serve new Americans. You know, I said in the intro, uh, the stat that you gave me uh, that, you know, 10% of our population here in Lincoln, America, uh, are now people that were born in a different uh, country. And so what is that like blending those cultures together? Yeah, I can, I can give a real brief answer and I'd love to get Jean's take yeah. too. Um, you know, when, when everyone is learning English together, English becomes the common language. And so if you have a room full of people from Afghanistan, uh, it's actually a stronger learning environment if they're all from different countries oh, wow. because they can't they can't yeah. look at each other and whisper <laughs> in their home language to each other. Interesting. Where if, if English is truly the shared language, that's actually where we see the most learning. And we were really happy last year. 76% um, of all of our students uh, improved at least one level on our English assessment, which is a national test, uh, between their uh, assessment and six months or every six months thereafter. So not only did we increase 50%, we maintained quality, uh, which is truly important. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of uh, some time that I spent with some of my, my, what I call my alums, although that isn't nice. actually a word we use, but uh, many of my students go on to college or they're getting a job or they're advanced enough they, they stop attending Lincoln Literacy, but we still get together a lot socially. And to see them all together, maybe from 10, 12 different countries, when we're out at night, all chattering away so comfortably in English, uh, not stilted conversations, very organic, good friend conversations. It's a joy. Very cool. Well, folks, we're going to take a little break and come back and continue our conversation uh, with Brian and Jean from Lincoln Literacy. Come on back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yes, and welcome back. And as the uh, promo uh, suggested there, we uh, uh, some women's basketball coming up here in a few minutes. So we'll finish up here and make way for uh, the Husker ladies and uh, wish them well. Hope they need to get back on their winning ways tonight. Doggone it. So anyway, look forward to that. Uh, we are, let me just tell you before we get back to our guests, to remind you to follow us on the socials, on X and Facebook. And I appreciate Brian giving us... Uh, uh, reposting uh, uh, the the the, uh, the social media posts today because I always try to let you know uh, sometime in the afternoon uh, who our guests are going to be. So anyway, uh, please do the same. Follow us on the socials and and repost and uh, and 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 carry on the conversations. If you've got questions uh, about our guests or to our guests afterwards, we'd love to continue the conversation after hours. And just remind you, if you miss anything, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform anytime you like, uh, or just go to KLIN.com and scroll down on the Dan Parsons page and find the episode you're looking for. Uh, we are back with our friends at Lincoln Literacy, Brian Seck, who's the executive director and volunteer, uh, Gene Baer. And so, um, you know, 
I, I, I'm just I'm fascinated uh, by the process of you helping all of these people that come to Lincoln to start uh, their lives anew, and and I suspect uh, that those services, in addition to uh, language, that there are other obviously services that you provide and guidance you provide, and and so talk maybe a little bit about that. That once you have these students in classes, uh, what's that progress, and what where do we go from there? Sure. So, you know, when uh, when we meet a new student, we do a new student registration, and we have seven levels of English, uh, zero to seven. And if a student is a four or above, which is really intermediate and advanced, we actually have a more in-depth conversation about, you know, what would you like to do? Do you want? Do you? Uh, are you a veterinarian in your home country? Let's talk about how to be that again. Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? We have. Uh, seven staff members now who are focused on helping immigrants and refugees get back into their careers or get into a career once their English is at a place where they can do that. Uh, two great examples are healthcare and teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a teacher pathway program uh, to help mm. uh, teachers uh, who were foreign trained get back into their career. Typically what we do is we help them get a job with LPS, who's a great partner with us, nice. uh, in nutrition and janitorial services. They can get a good look about what a public school looks like. We help them become a para after that, and we help them move into teaching ranks. And it's just been an incredible uh, process. Uh, healthcare also. Uh, you know, Brian Health and CHI, mm. they want multilingual staff Absolutely. members, right? Uh, so we really have an awesome partnership with Brian Health where we teach English at Brian Health to their employees to help them improve and get into higher level roles. And we also help former nurses become CNAs to get back onto their path and mm. former doctors. It's it's really inspirational. If I, I don't want to leave this out. So if our listeners uh, know someone that needs your services, yes. uh, maybe a neighbor, how, how can they find you? Yes, they can. Uh, come by our brand new building that, yes. we, that we fundraised for at 1023 Lincoln Mall. They can call our main number uh, or they can visit us at lincolnliteracy.org. All three ways you can uh, bring a person, refer a person, however you see fit, um, and we will absolutely get them registered. And if folks are interested in potentially volunteering as tutors, we have monthly trainings, and that's also uh, on our website. And you told me, and I forgot already, how many tutors, uh, instructors you actually have? About 160. So no, we kidding. have yeah, about 160 volunteer tutors uh, and about 44 staff members. And between us both, we support those 1,600 students. My goodness. Wow. And you're all over the community, obviously. You go where people are. They That's don't have right. to come to you. You'll That's right. Them. We have eight community locations plus our own building, and we teach at eight businesses. And you've got your vans that and, and, and keep yeah. people up at home. That's right. We have four vans. We provide van service to and from class. Uh, and we also provide child care at all of our locations so that parents can really focus on, on learning during that time. Uh, I don't want to leave this. I don't want to leave short uh, talking about an event that you have coming up. So let's let's dive into uh, Scrabble, scra scra Scrabble Scramble. Scrabble Scramble. <laughs> that's right. So that's coming up on uh, March 23rd. And that's a, a fundraiser that we do. This is the 12th uh, year that we've done this event. It's kind of a competitive Scrabble tournament, uh, you know, kind of bringing in the literacy piece to a fundraiser. Uh, people uh, take it very seriously. They also wear costumes. Oh, nice. it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a traveling trophy. Uh, so it's a really uh, pretty amazing event. Mm -hmm. And the day, uh, date again is March? Uh, March 23rd. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, all the information is on our website. If you okay. want to register a team, it's only 100 bucks to register. We're really This is really about participation as much as it is fundraising. So four-person team, 100 bucks, March 23rd. 1 to 5 p.m. Uh, at um, 
Trinity Church uh, out in East Lincoln. Uh, so it's really a, it should be a great event, and we're very thankful to to bring it back. It's the first one post COVID. Okay, yeah, I imagine that. Uh, yeah, lots of changes. Um, what haven't we covered? Gene, that well, you want to chat about here in the I last couple of minutes. I just had a thought while Brian was talking about some of the pathways and uh, education and health care. One of my students arrived here from Guatemala as an orphan when she was just 18. And a very bright young woman, worked so hard, learned English very well, got into the CNA prep course, graduated from that, then she got her CNA. Now she owns her own car, got her own apartment. She's in the orthopedics unit at Bryan Hospital. And, you know, just to see some some stories like that are pretty exciting. You know, I as, as you may know, our listeners know, I often have uh, leaders in our business community here uh, every Thursday, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. And, and obviously, every, uh, every uh, occupation, every field of work uh, in Nebraska and really throughout the country are, are looking for workers, right? Yeah, we have this severe short, we don't have enough people to do the work that we need to get done. And so, again, uh, the people that are coming to Lincoln from, from elsewhere, uh, that helps that problem. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely yeah. right. You know, we, we think of ourselves as being in the business of maximizing talent. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I just see um, from the governor, uh, we have mm-hmm. several uh, state grants where we support them, uh, is that the governor wants us to focus on maximizing talent and keeping talent here. You bet. And I can't think of a better way to do that than to help people with English to be successful, to be able to talk to their parents, teachers, to be able to communicate at work, but also to get those folks who already have those engineering skills, welding skills, veterinarian skills, everything that we need in our community, a lot of folks are coming with that. So when we get them to a level of English that they can take advantage of that, we're truly maximizing talent. I, I, I just, I love this conversation so much, and, I'm, and we'll have you back, I promise, because this, this goes so fast. But. Um, I just think there's so many misconceptions uh, about the refugee uh, community, the, uh, the immigrant communities, and uh, yeah, I, I just think this is that's what we're here for, to educate and inform, uh, and so I, I want to continue to uh, help uh, us English speak, us natives, uh, to be able to uh, help uh, with those cultures and be able to uh, build those cultures and build Absolutely. those bridges between the cultures. Gene? So, I think everybody ultimately, they just want to fit in. Yeah. You know, they don't want people to look at them like, well, who are you, where are you from? They just want to live a normal life. And so learning not only the language, but the culture is a big step in that direction. Brian, you get the last word. I just wanted to say thanks to all of our volunteer tutors who, who make this happen. They, we do, Lincoln Literacy does not exist without our partners and our volunteers, so thank you. Brian Sack, uh, Gene Bear, thank you very much. Thank Lincoln you. Literacy, folks, that's the show. Go enjoy some Husker basketball. Go Lady Huskers, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Go do good things.